already what is going on and welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. I hope you are doing super well. Um, I think right around this time where I'm at at least, things are going to start reopening, which is which is good, I think, obviously. But I, I think it's good, especially like I said, I, th- I think I said this last podcast, but for mental health reasons, I think that is, that is very, very good. And, and letting people see that there is a light at the end of this tunnel, this dark tunnel we've been in for three months now. And I think that just things opening back up is a huge step in the right direction. So um, I hope you and your family are staying safe. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, With that being said, I want to dive right into the topic today. And that is going to be the topic of reverse dieting. And the reason I'm doing this podcast is actually because I've had quite a bit of ladies in particular that I I work with right now, but quite a bit of them have kind of reach their goals or getting damn near close to like their weight loss goals. They've lost, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds, 100 pounds. And it's time to start working back out of that calorie deficit because you can't stay in a calorie deficit for your entire life. That's not like you can't just eat 13, 14, 1500 calories every single day for the rest of your life, like not going to work like that. So they've gotten to a point where they're ready to start quote unquote reverse dieting. And what is that? What does that come with? How long should you do that? How do you know if you're ready for that? That's all the things I'm going to cover in this podcast. And again, like if you're not at the point where you're ready to get to your weight loss goals, first of all, or, or I'm sorry, if you haven't achieved like your final quote unquote weight loss goal, A, this is still gonna be beneficial to you because at some point you are going to get to that goal, right? Not if, but when you are going to get to that goal and this will be good information. But also B, you can do this kind of throughout the the process of dieting for various different reasons, which I'll cover later in this podcast. But regardless, I think this is going to be a very beneficial episode for a lot of people. And like even my clients who will listen to this, like it'll kind of go more in depth. Not that I don't already go in depth with them. They're probably sick of me t- talking to them by now. But, um, but yeah, so let, let's just dive in. So first and foremost, what is reverse dieting? And I don't know if you've heard or not, but Reverse dieting is simply just slowly adding back calories to your diet to increase your way back up to maintenance calories. And if we recall, I did a podcast a little while back on there's basically three different things that you can do with your body, right? You can be in a calorie deficit, which is for weight loss. You can be in a calorie maintenance, which is for maintaining your weight. Or you can be in a calorie surplus, which means you are going to gain weight. I am currently in a calorie surplus. Many of my clients are in a calorie maintenance. I have some in a surplus, but many are in a maintenance and or a deficit, right? So there's three different things you can do with the calories and with your body. And remember that because that will come into play later on this podcast. But there's a deficit, maintenance, and a surplus. So when you're in a deficit, obviously that is for your that, – that is eating – X amount of calories so your body can lose weight, okay? So you can lose fat, excuse me, burp, on your body, okay? So when you're in this calorie deficit, at some point, you need to come back up to maintenance. And it doesn't even have to be, like I said earlier, it doesn't have to be when you like reach this final end weight loss goal. What I do with some of my clients I work with is for two weeks, we're in a deficit, and then one week, we're in maintenance. Two-week deficit, one week maintenance. Why? Because it's not this ever dreadful never ending diet you're in it's more of a hey okay for 2 weeks we're going to be hard, we're going to go hard we're going to we're going to be on point and then we're going to have a one week quote unquote break for a maintenance you're not going to gain fat cuz you're in a maintenance and that's why that's why I said earlier 
three things, deficit, maintenance, surplus. If you're in a calorie maintenance, you will not gain weight. You will not gain fat. It is physically, scientifically impossible, just like if you're in a calorie deficit, you won't gain fat because you're in a calorie deficit, right? So it, it, going back to what it is, is you're working your way back up to maintenance. So if you've been eating 13, 14, 1500 calories and you're close to your weight loss goal, or honestly, if you just want to take a break, this is where reverse dieting can come into play, okay? Because again, it's slowly working your calories back up to maintenance, as opposed to if you're eating 1300 calories right now for weight loss and your maintenance is 1900 calories or 2000, which it probably is, instead of going from 1300 to 2000, you can go 1300, 1350 the next week, 1400 the next week, 1450 the next week, slowly over a period of 8, 10, 12 weeks, slowly work your way back up to maintenance calories. Why is that? It's for so many reasons, but one is going to be psychologically. And if you're in a diet, in a diet, in a diet, you've lost weight, you've you've been overweight and you you you've been overweight and you've lost the weight now. You're at a point where you've lost the weight. Or again, if you just want to hang in maintenance for a little bit. It can be very very scary to lose weight, be on, be in a deficit, lose weight and then say, okay, now I have to eat more. Because your first inclination is, oh my God, I'm gonna gain all my weight back. Oh my God, I'm gonna go back to my old habits. Oh my God, I'm gonna gain all the fat back and everything I've done is gonna go to shit. Ah, sorry for the cussing, whatever. Um, so that is, that's a big thing. And again, I've had this conversation with multiple, especially multiple of my ladies within this past week. And this is a great strategy because this will teach you that you can slowly add calories back the scale won't move that much. We'll get into that later. And you're going to be fine. You're going to find your maintenance. You're going to hang around the weight you're at right now. And you will be able to find the maintenance calories. And it won't it won't be such a huge jump that you're going to gain fat or the scale is going to spike up insanely. It can slowly but surely work your way back up to your maintenance calories. Because, again, you can't be in a deficit forever. It's just not going – it does not work like that. I know some of you are going to say, well, I've died in my whole life. Yeah, yeah, but you haven't actually been in a deficit your whole life. So that being said, that's kind of what it's used for is finding maintenance calories. And, again, you can go – if you're at 1,300 calories right now, you can go one week 1,300, one week 1,400, one week 1,450, one week 1,550. Slowly work your way back up until you find your maintenance calories. Now, how do you find your maintenance calories? This is where I can't I – can, I can tell you if I work with you one-on-one. -on -one, but if I don't work with you one-on-one, -on -one, then it's going to be where you where your weight kind of fluctuates between the same two to three pounds. So if you're slowly working calories back up and you and you are 125 right now, just for an easy number, and you're working your way back up, working your way back up, and then like you see around 1800, 1900 calories, you're you're fluctuating between 127, 126, 124, 125, like you're fluctuating between those areas. That is your calorie maintenance. Now, if you bump to 2,000, 2,100, 2,200, and you're like 130, 132, that's how you know, like, okay, this is no longer a maintenance. This is a this is a surplus, and you just work your calories back down. But it's slowly but surely. Again, this is this involves a plan. This is not just like, oh, hey, free for all, eat whatever calories you want to eat, like have fun. This is still you're still tracking calories. You're still following a plan. You're still ensuring you don't quote unquote overeat. You're still following something. And that's one big thing that I – when I talk to people, because like I said, I've talked to a lot of my clients about this in the past week. 
you're still following a plan. It's it's not like this is like a oh like okay I can just eat, start eating more again like. N- 50 calories, 100 calories extra a day is not that many calories. Like it's just not the, it's not a lot of food, right? So if you can slowly work your way back up, still follow a plan, slowly do this, you you will be able to stay on track just like you did with your diet to lose the weight and you'll be able to find this maintenance calories. So the maintenance calories is right around where your body weight fluctuates between the same two to three pounds. And like, you've probably already seen this because a lot of you listening are probably like, well, you know, my body weight is stalled out. I can't lose any more weight. Well, you can't lose any more weight because you're in a calorie deficit. I mean, you're, you're in a calorie maintenance. So if you're in a calorie maintenance, you're not going to lose weight. You're going to fluctuate between the same couple of pounds. The same thing here. Once you work your calories back up and find that you're fluctuating between the same two to three pounds, that's how you know you're in a maintenance. So that's how to do it, how to get there. What is it? Who is this for? I kind of touched on this a little bit previously, but people who have lost weight and now they're looking to work their calories back up. I just spit on my microphone. Wonderful. Okay. People who have lost weight and are looking to now work their calories back up. That is like one of the main things I see. And this kind of ties into both. And I'm just going to say both. But the first one, like I just said, people who have lost weight and want to work their calories back up. And also people who have gotten lean but they are determined to stay lean. Like they do they do not want to ever leave this lean state that they're currently in. And like the reason I say this is cuz some people are okay with like okay, I hit, you know, 125, 130, whatever the number is for you. Now I'm able to incorporate a bit more calories. And I can incorporate, you know, 5, 600 more calories and like they're okay with that. Whereas other people are like no, 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 no. I want to stay this lean forever. This is the lean I want to be. For those kind of people, you want to rever- like if that's you, you want to reverse diet slowly but surely, add calories back in. Or again, like I said, if you're if you've been in a deficit for three, six, nine months, I probably wouldn't say three, four, four to nine months. If you've just been trying to diet, trying to diet, like this is where you can say, okay, I'm going to now reverse diet and work my calories back up. And this kind of brings me into a, a different point. I don't know if I wrote it down. I probably did somewhere, but. If you are eating 1,100, 1,200, 1,300 calories and like you know that's how many calories you're eating, I normally say you're not because if you were, you would be losing weight. But on the very rare instances where some people have been, what happens is your BMR, your your, your basal metabolic rate, the, the amount of calories your body burns drastically decreases. And why is this? If you constantly underfeed your body for an overextended period of time, and I, like I said, not even three months is not an overextended period of time. I'm talking more like six to nine to 12 months. If you constantly over underfeed your body, your metabolism is going to slow down because it has to save its energy to do other things other than burn fat. Like that is not the biggest thing your body needs to do. Your body needs to survive. Your body needs to make sure you have enough nutrients. Your, your body needs to make sure that like I said, you're surviving, like all, all of your functions, all your hormones, all your brain functions, all your moving through the day, like all that stuff is happening, all your heart, b- blood flowing, heart pumping, all those things. So if you've been eating 1200 calories for six, nine, 12 months, and like, you're not seeing much change, a, you need to be 1 million percent sure you're eating 1200 calories, which I'm telling you right now, 99% of you are not. But if you're within that 1%, like it may be a smart idea for you to reverse diet back up. And even if you're not being 110% with your calories and eating 1200 calories, if you're in that situation where you really think you're being in a calorie deficit and you're under eating and like you're not seeing any change, 
it's probably beneficial to work your calories back up, reverse diet for a little bit, and get yourself out of a diet, not only physically but mentally, and stop worrying about the scale. Stop worrying about weighing every single ounce of food. Stop worrying about all of this stress that's on your body because if your body is entirely too stressed out, not only from the calorie deficit but from many things, you are just not going to see that much change. And that's why I say sleep is such an important part of a fat loss a fat loss plan, a weight loss plan. Because if you're not sleeping, your body is drastically more stressed out than the average individual who actually gets seven to nine hours of sleep. So if you're sleeping four to five hours a night and you swear you're eating 1,200 calories and you're not losing weight, first of all, you need to sleep more. But second of all, a reverse diet can may be able to help you in this because – Again, not only for the physical, but it's honestly more for the mental because it'll take you out of this like, oh my God, screw this. I just want to lose weight already. Why am I so stalled out? Like you can get out of that diet stage for a little bit and have some more calories, have some more food, have some more things that are working towards you and working with you. So that's kind of, I would say, who it is for. And again, on the people who, if you've already gotten lean, you've gotten to where you want to be, and you were to work your calories back up. That's amazing. Please do that. That's definitely what who. That's definitely what reverse dieting is for, and, and honestly, who it's for. And again, like if you want to stay lean, this kind of bleeds into the last one. But if you want to stay lean, slowly work your calories back up and find your maintenance because you can Google your your how many maintenance calories you're supposed to eat, and you can put in your height, your weight, your da da da. Like it'll give you some random calculation of number. The thing is. That's just a random calculation of numbers. That is not that is not an individual thing, and this is why like it it really depends on how many maintenance ca- calories you are allotted because it's individual. It, it, I cannot just tell you like I would have to work with you or or you have to do it yourself to find out where that number is for you. I have one of my ladies, Katie. She's doing amazing. She's currently eating like 1,900, 2,000 calories and maintaining her weight of 123, 125 pounds. Right. So like it. It really just depends on you, the individual, and I can't tell you that unless I work with you. So I would say that, but especially for the people who are, you swear you're doing good, you swear you're eating 1,200 calories, you've done that for 6, 9, 12 months, it might be time to look at reverse dieting a bit to get your metabolism, I don't want to say kickstarted, that's the most marketing bullshit I've ever heard, but like, get your metabolism back to eating a bit more calories and get your BMR up a little bit because the more food you give to your body, especially if it's been underfed for a while, that's – I'm going to say kickstart. I don't mean kickstart, but that's the word that's going to my head. It's going to kickstart your metabolism a little bit, okay? So that's what I'll say on that. Um, so that being said, what are some benefits to reverse dieting? Um, I kind of touched on this, but mentally being able to slowly add calories back in as opposed to just doing it all at once, right? Because, it, again, if you go from 1,300 calories to 2,200 calories – that's an insanely huge jump. Not only is that probably going to cause some extra weight on the scale, not fat, but extra weight. That's going to cause some extra weight in the scale. You're probably going to freak out because you're going to see the, the scale go up. You're you're probably going to not feel good because adding in that many calories when you've been eating so little, like that's normally not a good idea. And, and people normally don't feel good. Like their digestion is off, their energy is off, their hunger is off, like their sleep is off. Every, that that just kind of not does not lead to a good idea. So my preference is slowly working your calories back up. And then again, like you can know that you are not overeating. If you're adding 50, 100 calories a week, that is there's no way you're going to gain fat. Because 
here's the thing. You're probably still in a calorie deficit. For the first eight weeks of a reverse diet, you're probably still in a calorie deficit. Not until that 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th week are you actually getting to around your maintenance calories. Like it's because if again, if you're going from 1300, 1350, 1400, 1500, 1600, that was what six numbers I just laid out. That's 6 weeks of you doing that and 6 weeks of you of you still being in deficit. And this is where if you've ever heard about reverse dieting, people will be like, "Oh my god, I increased my calories and I, and I lost weight." I'm about to tell you why right now. When you quote unquote when when you reverse diet and you add calories back in and you still lose weight, a couple things happen. First and foremost, being that again, if you were that kind of person who was so stressed out and and so underfed and and you've been on a diet for so long and you can't seem to get the weight off, that's normally some cortisol hanging around in your body. Right? Like there's there's some sort of stress, there's water weight, there's inflammation, something is hanging out in your body. Okay, so when you reverse diet back up, you take some of that stress off your body because you you give it more calories, you give it more energy, it's it's less stressed, right? So when you do that, if you're less stressed, normally the scale can drop one, two, three, four pounds because you're just you're getting the the, the water retention. You're getting the cortisol out of your body, basically, because you're you're putting less stress in your body by adding calories back in. Okay, so that is one way right there, because simply you're taking less less stress on your body. Okay, so the other thing is, like I just said, you're still in a deficit for those six weeks, those eight weeks. You reverse diet back up. You're you're still in a deficit because 1,400, 1,500, 1,600 calories is still a calorie deficit. So if you're in a calorie deficit, you're still going to lose weight. Even if you increase from 1,200 to 1,700, 1,700 is still a deficit. So all that time, you're still in a calorie deficit, and that's why you still lose weight. So those two things combined, decreasing your cortisol and you're still in a calorie deficit, those two things are, are what happens if you start to increase your calories and your weight drops, right? So, and not only your weight, but your measurements as well. If you try, you should be tracking measurements. So those two things are the reason why. Okay. So moving right along, the next one is, I kind of touched on this too, but you can, one benefit of reverse dieting is you can find your maintenance calories for sure. Like for sure. Not like Googling, let me type in my my measurements and my body weight, and it'll spit out a calculation. That's cool, but that is just a calculation. That is not an individual number that you can actually 100% no. Whereas opposed to reverse dieting, there's going to be no room left for debate. Either you're at your maintenance calories or you aren't, right? Because if, if you find that again, excuse me, just have my previous meal burps from it. Um, If you have had 1,300 calories for however long now and you work back up to 1,900, 2,000 calories, but you're still maintaining around the same two to three pounds, you're, at, you're still in maintenance calories. You are not in a calorie surplus, which means you are not gaining fat. Right, because you are still fluctuating around the same around the same number or the, the same number on the scale. So you can find your maintenance calories without guessing. You are going to know because you'll have the data right there. You'll have the data of not only the scale but how many calories you've been eating. Next one is going to be again. I touched on this again, but increasing calories. So one benefit, or I'm sorry, increasing metabolism. One benefit of reverse dieting is increasing your metabolism because if you've been underfed, under eating for so so long, your metabolism needs to have some more fuel. It, it, it needs to be less stressed. And again, whether it is from sleeping, because you need to get quality sleep if you want to lose weight. That, I mean, 
that is, I don't want to say a non-negotiable. No, no, no. It is a non-negotiable. Cal- calorie deficit is where you're going to lose weight. But if you want to lose weight and optimize it, you need to get you, you need to get sleep. That's the bottom line. So that, but when you add calories back in, you can increase this this BMR, this metabolism, because you're giving more fuel to your body. Your body has more fuel to burn. And again, it takes less stress off your body. So that's a huge one. And again, you can still lose body fat because you are still in a calorie deficit. Okay, so. Uh, obviously until you get to your maintenance point of calories. All right. So a couple questions people normally ask me about reverse dieting. Will you gain body fat? No, you will not gain body fat unless you are in a calorie surplus. Now, let me say this. You will not gain body fat. Will the scale go up? Probably. Yes. Why does the scale go up? The scale goes up because A, you're eating more calories, which means you have more food in your stomach than normal, right? Like if you go from eating 1,300 calories of food to 1,600 calories of food, that's just more food inside your stomach. Like if you, it's the same thing if you step on the scale, weigh 135, drink 16 ounces of water, step on the scale again, you're going to weigh 16 ounces heavier because of the water you just freaking drank, not because you gained fat. The scale and, f- and gaining fat are two different things you need to be aware of. And this is why I just said you need to be doing measurements because you need to see measurements are, are almost a better way to track if you're gaining or, or losing fat as opposed to the scale, right? So you are not going to gain body fat as long as you are not in a calorie surplus. In the same way you won't lose weight if you're not in a calorie deficit, you will not gain weight unless you're in a calorie surplus. Now, will the scale increase? Possibly, I just said because more food, but also some of that food is going to be carbohydrates. The more carbs you eat, short term, the more water you're going to retain. Why is that? Your body hasn't had 150, 170, 190 grams of carbs in the past three, six, nine months. So when it does get it, it's going to hold on to that water for a little bit. It'll flush it out. It'll regulate. Calm down. It's fine. But for the first couple days, week, two weeks, like it's going to get used to that new, new carb limit. And you're going to see some, some possible quote unquote weight gain. Again, you're not, you're not gaining fat. It's just water weight from the carbs and it's totally normal. Okay. So that answers that question. The next one, will you get leaner? It depends because like I said, you're still in a calorie deficit. So like if you just, if you just hit, you know, your, your goal weight and you want to start working back up, like. Your body is still in a deficit. So if you if you spent the last nine weeks dieting and you got to your weight point, well then yeah, you're probably gonna still get leaner because you're still gonna be in a calorie deficit. So like you can still lose body fat through reverse dieting because you're still in a calorie deficit. And again, that's for someone who kind of just hit their 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 newly lean. Ow, I just nailed my hand. They're they're newly newly lean and they work their calories back up. You can still see weight. I don't want to say weight loss. You can still get leaner. The other side of this, though, is if somebody is vastly underfed, if somebody is been on a diet for nine months straight and not seeing much progress, this person is less likely to see drastic changes in leanness only because short term, they're going to, it's going to take a while for that stress to get rid of off their body, right? And it's like, if you are doing reverse dieting and, and you've been plateaued or whatever and you've, you've been underfed, your body has to almost kind of quote unquote recover, right? And this will just take longer for somebody who's been in a deficit longer. Like the longer you're in a deficit, I don't say the longer it takes to recover, but it, it is going to take a little bit more time. So 
Will that person get leaner if they've been, quote-unquote, plateaued and stuck and underfed? Probably not, especially in the short term. But you are going to increase your metabolism. You are going to get healthier. Your, your hormones are going to start working better. You'll probably sleep better. You'll probably have better workouts. So there are so many more positives than negatives when it comes to reverse dieting. Just because I don't think you'll get quote-unquote leaner at first doesn't mean you still shouldn't reverse diet because long-term your health is not only like yes like be healthy but like your health of your metabolism your your health of your hormones those things are going to lead to more leanness down the road because if you have a healthy metabolism you're going to function better so that's that'll be that how long should should you reverse diet there's no set time there's no like it has to be six weeks has to be eight weeks it really just depends on how comfortable you are with increasing calories. Because, again, if you are determined to stay lean and you want to increase by 50 calories a week, it might take you 16 weeks to find your maintenance calories, right? And, like, if it, and that's not a bad thing. That's just it is what it is, right? As opposed to if you want to increase by 200 calories a week, it'll take you, you know, that much less time to find your maintenance calories. The scale may go up a bit more. Like, you, you may, like lose a little bit of leanness, but it really just depends on what you want to do. So there's no one set answer here. It, it just depends. And like, that's my favorite word as far as like telling people answers. It depends. But just after working with thousands of people, it really just depends on what's the most comfortable for you and what you can, what you can adhere to the best, right? So that's kind of, that's kind of my reverse dieting ploy on, you know, 25 minutes, these past 25 minutes. If you have a question on reverse dieting, I would love to help you. I'd love to answer your question. If you want me to help you through your journey, whether it is getting to a point where you want to reverse diet or whether you are ready to reverse diet, feel free to reach out to me. We can talk about coaching. We can talk about if we may be a good fit for coaching together. I'm really, really getting getting into grabbing some more clients and, and putting some more effort into the coaching side. Like I'm still doing podcasts and TikTok and those kind of things, but I really am kind of diving into like getting a bit more clients than normally I would have. And, and it's going very well and I'm very happy with it. So um, yeah, that's the podcast guys, reverse dieting. If you have questions, if you have concerns, if you want me to help you, feel free to reach out, send me an email. I'll link my email here. Um, send me a DM on TikTok or Instagram or wherever, wherever you find me at. And um, I'd be happy to help you. All right. Thanks guys.